0: Welcome to A Sparkling Vintage Life, where we talk about all things vintage and celebrate the grace and charm of an earlier era. I'm your host, Jennifer Leo, and this is episode number 21. I'm so pleased you've stopped by. It's September 16th, 2019, as I record this, and as the Downton Abbey movie is scheduled to release later this week, I thought I'd share with you the seven reasons I love Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey is the epitome of a sparkling vintage life, and while it's not everyone's fine china cup of tea, it certainly is mine. However, if you're not a fan, you may feel free to skip this episode, as it will simply annoy you. I have only one bit of writing news to share this week and that's that the Highlanders' novella collection is now available for pre-order on Amazon. I will put a link in the show notes. My own contribution to the collection, a novella called The Violinist, is set in 1915, which happens to fall in the time period of Downton Abbey. But that's just a coincidence, I promise. (laughs) I was a fan of Downton Abbey from the beginning, Those who might not be familiar with it, it was a British television drama that aired from, I believe, 2010 to 2015. Here in the U.S., it was on the PBS channel. Created by Julian Fellows, it followed a similar pattern as a much older series called Upstairs, Downstairs, chronicling the lives of wealthy British people living lives of luxury, juxtaposed against the servants who toiled for them below stairs. I loved watching these ways of life that were so foreign to me, both the nobles' lives and the servants' lives. Like all the best TV, movies, and books, it gave me a chance to escape my own reality and dream a little, in this case for about an hour a week. I love period dramas in general because I love the decor and the costumes and the way people speak and, uh, just seeing different ways of life in different eras. And, um, this one appealed to me especially. It's set in the fictional Yorkshire country estate of Downton Abbey. Um, the series runs from 1912 to 1926. And, uh, the aristocrats are the Crawley family, and the domestic servants. This is a not quite the Edwardian era; it's a little later than that, than when it opens. But in anticipation of the movie being released, I've broken down my appreciation for Downton Abbey into seven reasons. Reason number one. It was set in my favorite time period, the early 20th century. That made me love it above all period costume dramas. From the first episode set in 1912 through the 1920s, it was an era filled with drama. One of the things I love about history is not only learning the bare facts about historical events, but also learning how these events touched the lives of individual people and families. For example, long-ago events like World War II or the Korean War seem so much more real and vivid to us when we hear how they affected our own fathers or uncles or grandfathers who fought in the war, or how our grandmothers coped on the home front with rationing and shortages and war bond drives. Did our aunts dance with soldiers at the USO? Those are the sorts of details that make history really come alive. Well, in the same way, Downton Abbey let me see historical events through the lens of this one household, both the aristocrats and the servants. They got the ball rolling with the sinking of the Titanic in 1912, which kicked off season one's storyline. And then later we saw the impact World War I had on the different characters in different walks of life. We watched the wild spirit of the 1920s roll in and all along the various technologies, electricity, the telephone, the radio, the phonograph. And we also saw um, changes in social attitudes, one of my favorite scenes was from season one where the dowager countess, Lady Violet, declares she will never have electricity in her house because of the damaging rays. Well, some people actually felt that way, and st- some still do feel suspicious about every wave of new technology that comes along. And I also like to see the, the changing social mores um, the series touched on, Women's rights and um, the racism at some points, and continual conflict between um, the older ways which were um, embodied by the Dowager Countess the grandmother, and to some extent the Earl of Grantham himself and who was the patriarch of the family and also Carson the butler downstairs. Um, were're all trying to cling to tradition while Many of the younger generation weren't pushing the envelope, and that was fun to watch. So reason number one was just the era it was set in of why I love Downton Abbey. Reason number two, the stories. Oh my, Downton Abbey is great storytelling, pure and simple. There are mysteries, there are murders and suspicious and inconvenient deaths. (laughs) Poor Mr. Pamuk. There are jilted brides and sibling rivalries, conflicts and betrayals and treacheries of all sorts, punctuated by sweet and tender moments, sometimes from characters you'd least suspect of being capable of sweet and tender. And there's romance and heartbreak, and more romance and more heartbreak, and more romance and then even some happy endings. There's good character development with characters who grow and change over the course of this series, which to me is a mark of great storytelling. So my second reason for loving Downton Abbey is the storytelling. Reason number three, the costumes. Oh my word, the costumes. The dresses, the gowns, the hats, the sparkly headbands, the slinky gloves, and the luxurious jewelry. I could watch the series with the sound off and just enjoy the costumes. Even the outfits I hated, I loved. <laughs> Maybe I'll, if I think of it, I'll put some of my favorites in the show notes. Reason number four, good values. In the world of Downton Abbey, a person's character wins out over their social status. In a world like today's, where rich people are often vilified like cartoon villains simply for being rich, and poor people are often considered virtuous just for being poor, Downton Abbey showed a world where rich people could be good and kind and generous, and the lower classes were not necessarily saintly just because they were poor. To be sure, some of the wealthy characters were disgusting human beings, like that newspaper guy that Lady Mary was engaged to for a while. If I never saw him again, it would be too soon. And many of the below-stairs people were, of course, men and women of sterling character. But most of them were a mixed bag. You had clever Lady Mary and snobbish Lady Mary. Kind Lady Edith and revenge-filled Lady Edith. Treacherous Thomas and Vulnerable Thomas. Most of the characters are multidimensional, which means that they're humans like every one of us. We're a mixed good and bad. We can relate to them and to their struggles, and multidimensional characters point back to good storytelling. I appreciated the fact that at Downton Abbey overall, a person's quality of character tended to matter more than their social status. Reason number five for loving Downton Abbey is that good manners mattered. Downton Abbey shows a type of civility that our world sorely needs today. To be able to express anger with words, not with fists or guns. To wash your face, get dressed, fulfill your commitments, and keep your promises, even when the world around you is shifting. At its core, that's what I think good manners are. When everyone knows what behavior is expected of them and what to expect from others, things tend to run more smoothly. Good manners aren't all about using the proper fork at dinner, although that too has its place. At their core, good manners are about treating other people with respect and kindness, no matter who they are. Carson the butler was often joke-worthy in his insistence on a proper way to do everything, and yet there's something reassuring about having clear ideas about right and wrong, proper and improper, good and bad. In today's world, where many people think everything's relative and there are no absolutes, such ideas are comforting. At least, I find them so. So, reason number five is good manners. Reason number six, Downton Abbey is a multi-generational family saga, meaning there are storylines for characters of all ages, from the elderly Dowager Countess to the youngest child. The Dowager Countess, played by the incomparable Maggie Smith, could constitute a reason all on her own. (laughs) I love a series that has interesting and even romantic storylines for older characters, as well as those who are in the bloom of youth. I think it adds uh, realism and uh, just a richer dimension when things uh, are happening to characters of all ages. And finally, reason number seven, top-notch production values. I found Downton Abbey um, was so well done that I could really forget sometimes I was watching a television show. From the decor of the interiors to the English scenery, the British accents, and the what I thought was excellent casting. And of course, the aforementioned fabulous costumes. Downton Abbey was a real treat to watch. So there you have it, seven reasons I love Downton Abbey. I'll check back later, after I've seen the movie, to share my impressions of it. I'm always a little worried when I see a remake of something, or um, in this case, a continuation of the story, that my expectations will be too high, and, uh, and I'll be disappointed. But I'm trying to go in with with just a clear mind and anticipating that I will enjoy it. And I will be back in a moment with today's grace note. Today's grace note is the 1928 jewelry company and specifically their Downton Abbey collection. You've heard me mention the 1928 jewelry company before They are not a sponsor, and I'm not an affiliate, but I do like their jewelry, and so I'm happy to give them a plug. The Downton Abbey collection is inspired by Edwardian and Art Deco jewelry of the style worn during the period of the TV series Downton Abbey. It was created in collaboration with the jewelry company's designers and the show's costume design team and they have an exclusive licensing agreement. Um, The 1928 Jewelry Company's website says um, they offer earrings, necklaces, bracelets, hair accessories, and all of the jewelry features authentic details and motifs from the late Victorian and early Edwardian eras. And as I record this in September 2019, they are having a sale on their Downton Abbey collection. I don't know how long the sale will last, but I will put a link in the show notes, and even if you are listening to this sometime in the future and um, the sale's no longer going on, you will still see some beautiful um, Downton Abbey-esque jewelry pieces at attractive prices. So do check them out. And if you would be so kind as to leave a review of this podcast at iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts, I would so appreciate it. It does feel awkward sometimes to ask for a review, sort of like fishing for a compliment, but nothing truly, um, nothing else raises the visibility of a podcast like a healthy number of good reviews. So, in the interest of helping other like-minded vintage lovers find this podcast, I am asking you to leave a review, if you please. Remember that you can find the show notes at sparklingvintagelife.com under the podcast tab and episode 21. And while you're there, you can sign up for my newsletter and be notified whenever a new episode is available. And that is it for today. I will be back soon to discuss another aspect of A Sparkling Vintage Life.